Hello! It's the second week of January. I am so glad you are here and I cannot wait to dive into the topic of balance. How can we actually achieve more balance? And I think what goes hand in hand with balance is peace. And so we're going to talk about how to create a new routine and a schedule for 2023 to help you achieve more balance because this is the question, honestly, I get asked the most. When people jump into the free Christian Dreamers community on Facebook group, which is our community, which you're welcome to join. When people join the Christian Dreamers community group, this is the main question I get asked. How do you balance it all? And so that's what we are going to dive into today. But if you do not have a dream planner yet, what are you waiting for? Now is the time to snag a dream planner before they sell out. The time I'm recording this, we only have 20% left in stock. We are sold out of our black leather vertical. We're sold out of our blush linen vertical. We're about to sell out of our white marble vertical. And one thing to note, we do have we sell on our website, HoratioPrinting.com, but then we also have some planners available at Amazon. So if you want to shop on Amazon and get it lightning fast using prime shipping, head over to HoratioPrinting.com forward slash Amazon, and you can check out everything that we have in stock. And some of our sold out stuff is going to be available on Amazon, which is great. So you can snag some of the last ones over there. So I want to let you know about that. And if you shop on our website, you can use the code new year to get 15% off and that's new year with no spaces. So enough about that. Make sure you have your planner. You're definitely going to want to take notes, flip to the back of your 2023 planner, and we are going to start working on how you can achieve balance. So let's dive in. Hey dreamers, welcome to the dream planning podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God, and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment, and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. All right. So in the free Facebook group, Lisa asks, how do you balance all of the above? Kinsey said, how do you continue to focus on your dreams without forsaking all of your other obligations? Jen asked, how do you protect your time to get business commitments done without neglecting your family? And how do you handle interruptions in the day with grace and not pure frustration? Marty said, I know it takes daily working on your dream, but how do you block out time each day? Another friend or dreamer in the community said, I just want some tips for focusing and time management. Shanna said, tips for stay-at-home moms with a toddler. I'm struggling to give my son the attention he needs when I need to be working. How do you get everything done in one day with all your responsibilities? And I am juggling a lot over here. I've got a one-year-old, a three-year-old, a husband, a home, company, all the things. And then, of course, all the interruptions pop up. Things happen. Today, I took my son for his one-year checkup. We had shots and a finger prick and you know, the eye exam and he's had an ear infection and, you know, we've had company here for the holidays and I get it. How do we get it all done? And so 
I decided there's so much to talk about when it comes to balance in general. We're going to actually split this up into two episodes. So today's part one of Achieving Balance, we're going to talk about your rhythm and routine and schedule to help you achieve balance, aka peace. And then next week, we're going to talk about business and life balance. So I'll dive more into what I do when I sit down to work, how I show up consistently as a work from home mom, what I do to run Horatio Printing, and ultimately those time management tips for like productivity and focus. So that will be next week. And this week, we're going to talk about your routine and your schedule. Now, if you already have your dream planner and you have done, you've set up your year for success, which means you've done your bucket list, you've done your personal growth plan. Maybe you you already took the dream planning essentials course. You are already one step ahead. You really have a lot of this work done, which is great. We're going to kind of uh, go back over some of that material. If you haven't done any of that, don't worry. I'm here for you. We're going to get through this together. But you do need to go grab a dream planner with your dream planner or really any planner. You're going to need some sort of schedule. Like I'm not trying to say you have to have a dream planner by any means. Any calendar is going to work, but I do recommend the dream planner largely because this year my planner came with a course called the dream planning essentials course that really walks you through how to dream big, how to figure out who you're becoming this year. Take assessment on what areas of your life you're struggling in, what areas of your life are you thriving in, and really figuring out those fundamental needs. And that's what we did all in December. So if you don't, if you already have a different planner, you can actually go back and listen to those episodes from last month, last year. We had our five steps to set up 2023 for success. So go back and listen to those Your personal growth plan is going to be a really important one to listen to and also the bucket list stuff. So go back, listen to that. That is for you. Okay, so let's get into the topic of balance. It seems so impossible, right? Like how on earth can I actually balance it all? And here's what I want to start with, just to be frank. No one is balancing it perfectly, No one has this perfect robotic week that never changes and never shifts and never messes up. That is just this perfectionism idea that's absolute, part of my language, it's absolute crap. It doesn't exist. You're not going to have this extreme routine or schedule, no one does, that never changes, never shifts, never modifies. Because the one thing constant in our life is change. So we have to learn how do I achieve balance in the midst of interruptions, in the midst of changes, in the midst of big life things popping up. Maybe you're planning a wedding, you're about to have a baby, you're, you know, there's all different kinds of things that can be happening or that pop up. Your parent gets sick, your child gets sick, you've got a midterm coming up, you have a huge paper you've got to write. Things in life are always changing year by year season by season, week by week, day by day. So how do we achieve balance? How do we achieve balance? Balance, in my opinion, is peace. It's peace as you move through your day. And for me, there's a couple ways that I have peace. The first way that I have peace is by spending time with God, being right with God, spending time with God. And I set aside time every morning to listen to my Lectio Divina 
app, Lectio 365 is what it's called, Lectio 365, which is a great app. I think it's free. If not, it's totally worth the $1.99 that it might cost. I don't even remember, but it's amazing. I journal, I read my Bible, and I pray. And I have to I have to say that first because balance is peace. You can't have peace without God because you need him to handle all the disruptions, all the interruptions, all the things that pop up into our lap that he knew and we had no idea were coming. The other part when it comes to peace for me is knowing what I'm supposed to be doing day in and day out in my home and in my business. So I know what I'm doing for the week. I have it laid out in my planner. I've got my schedule. I also know what appointments are coming up. I have that in my schedule. And I know at what part of the day I have what hat on. So for example, when I wake up in the morning, I'm full on mom hat. I'm full on mom hat. I'm with my kids. We're making breakfast. We're hanging out. We're getting ready for school. We're brushing hair. We're brushing teeth. We're putting on socks. We're arguing about which coat to wear. <laughs> like We're in mom mode. And then when the kids go to school, to daycare, which is what we do in this season of life. We haven't always done that, but that's what we're doing in this season of life. That's when I put on my just individual hat. It's me time. It's my block which is where I work out. It's where I do my Bible study. And then I put on my CEO hat and I have this block of the day where I'm working. And that's what block I'm in right now recording this. And I'm going to talk more about business and how I do everything when it comes to work and all of that. And then, you know, we'll, we'll get to that next week. But I know what time of day I'm wearing what hat. Does that make sense? And if you're like, okay, well, that's great. I don't have my my kids aren't in daycare. I hear you. Maybe for you, if you are trying to do some sort of other dream or whatever, it's the nap time. It's like you've got this great nap schedule, hopefully. And when your kid is taking that nap, you have that time to do whatever you need to do. Or maybe once a week or twice a week, you're able to bring a sitter in so you can work on that dream. Or maybe you trade off with a spouse and he gives you two hours every other day where you can get some work done. When my baby was, and this is going to be different for everybody, and I'm just going to quick little caveat. When my babies were really little, like from newborn to, well, not newborn, but like let's say four weeks until six months, we didn't have daycare for them because daycare, well, with Jane, we didn't put her in daycare until like 18 months. And with Charlie, he couldn't even get in until he was six months. And so me and my husband both worked from home and we had a handoff schedule. It was either 2332 or 2442, meaning for two hours, I've got them. For four hours, you've got them. For four hours, I've got them. And then for two hours, you've got them. So every day I had six hours to myself. Or if we did a 2332, every day I had five hours to myself. And I was pumping, leaving the milk and having my own space, which was phenomenal. (laughs) Can't recommend it enough. And we didn't have to pay anybody. And that was really helpful. He was able to get his work done in the allotted five or six hours. I was able to check in with my business or just take a nap, you know, take a shower, whatever. And that was so helpful. We had it on the board. We knew what it was. And on that board, we also kept track of our children's bottles and naps so that when you took over a shift, you knew exactly when the baby last had a bottle. You knew exactly when the baby, you know, either went down from a nap or needs to take their next nap. 
We were super vigilant on sleep training. We used the taking care of babies was the training that we did. Love her so much. It's taking Kara, Kara's with a C, C-A-R-A. And with that, we had both our kids on really good nap schedules and really good sleep schedules, which is another part of my sanity and balance because both my kids are asleep by eight and I have an hour or two to spend with myself, to spend with Luke. And that gives me peace and a little bit of more me time. And that's when I take my mom hat off, you know, at, at night. So that's a little roundabout way of how I achieve balance. And it is mostly from I know in my schedule what hat I'm wearing. So I don't have to worry about the mom guilt. I don't need to because I know my kids are loved. They're they're at daycare. They're socializing. It's all good. And I'm here working. And that's how I feel if you're like, I absolutely don't want to do that. Or sometimes daycare just absolutely isn't affordable. Like we are in a lucky position. I know I'm privileged to be able to send my kid to daycare of any sorts. And it's not cheap. And it absolutely makes sense sometimes to just keep your kids at home. We did that longer for Jane because we didn't have the means at that time to do it and couldn't find one we liked. This is kind of a tangent, but I just wanted to be real with you guys because I know some of you listening are in all different seasons of life. And my heart obviously goes out for women with littles because I'm right there with you. And I know how frustrating it is when you're getting advice from someone and they're like, they don't have kids and you're like, well, this doesn't apply to me. So I wanted to take that little rabbit hole and talk to you about that. So let's go back to the topic of generally achieving balance. Step one to truly achieving balance and creating this new routine. Step one is take inventory. And I've been talking about this for the last couple episodes, but we have to take inventory of what is not working. What is off balance? What is not working? Is it your budget? Is it your schedule? Is it your workload? What is not working? Write that down. That is the first step in balance. What is not working? Take inventory. Take inventory. A great way to take inventory is to go back and do the personal growth plan. Do the wheel of life, which is in our dream planner. We have the training for you. If you open up your planner, there's a QR code next to that section. You can watch the training. I actually brought Chelsea Joe in to teach this because she is amazing and she teaches all about time blocking and finding your fundamental needs. But ultimately, What you need to do is when you take inventory, you need to go back if you have not already and do that personal growth plan because at the end of that, you will have your fundamental needs, aka the eight things you need to do every single week to pour into who you are becoming. And you have to make time for these eight things because That is truly, I just pulled this, if you heard that, that was a post-it note being pulled out of my planner because I'm going to read what mine are. I actually wrote them down on a post-it note and I keep it in the front of my planner. And then when I'm filling out my week, I'll just grab that post-it note and just kind of keep it near me so I can remember what they are because my fundamental needs change week by week by week. So here are mine and you're welcome to take mine absolutely you can use this if if this helps you the first thing on my fundamental needs list my grade eight is planning time one day a week where I sit down and I plan out my week ahead which is typically on the Friday before the next week so this Friday I'm going to sit down and I'm going to plan out next week 
and I'll be recording that and putting it on Instagram so you can kind of see how I set up my planner. So feel free to jump over to Instagram, check out that. It'll be a reel in our page. Planning times. So that's my first one. And that's where I'm adding all these fundamental needs into my week. The second one is journaling date or slash date night. So once a week, my husband and I sit down on Sunday nights and we journal and we ask these six questions every single week. And if we miss a week, we get off balance. We just do. We get off of, we're just out of sync, if that makes sense. And it was tough because Sunday was Christmas and then Sunday was New Year's. And so we were so out of sync for that time. Luckily, we went away together New Year's Eve, which was super fun. And that helped us to reconnect and all of that. But that journal is what saved us, especially through all of the postpartum time, just having that quick 20 minutes investment once a week. And the journal that we use for that is called the Marriage Journal. It's by Audrey and Jeremy Roloff. The company is called Beating 50% because 50% of marriages end in divorce. And so they're trying to beat 50%. And so that's that resource for you if you're looking for it. The next one is Move Daily. So what I'm focusing on is bar class. And honestly, it's not that I'm going to do a bar class every single day. That's unrealistic. I cannot set the bar that high, literally, no pun intended. So for me, my bar class looks like a minimum of two classes a week. That's what I'm going for. If you're just starting out one class a week, one is better than none. Maybe that looks like a walk for you. In January, I decided to do some sort of class because I can't count on the weather to be inviting for a walk. It just looks so cold outside. The fourth fundamental need that I have is meal prep. And that's where I sit out and set out once a week and prep for the week. I haven't achieved that level of like, I sit down and I cook all this food, you know, and chop up all the things. For me, it's just, I actually just plan the meals. Like, what are we eating this week? What needs to be purchased? One thing I just purchased for the new year is an air fryer and it has <laughs> changed my life. Super thankful for that. That was my little Christmas present to myself. So meal prep. The fifth one is budgeting. And not that we need to budget every single week, but once a week I do need to reconcile because I don't trust myself to just reconcile at the end of the month. I need to be checking in with my spending both in my business and personal life. So that's where once a week we sit down. It's so annoying. I absolutely hate it. But man, it has helped towards achieving the balance I want, which I need to balance my budget. So that's just a check-in once a week. Family night, we pick one night a week to have a little family time together. All four of us just really playing, enjoying. We try to do something. Most of the time it's in the house because our kiddos are little, but we try to do something really fun, whether that's like art or we build a fire, we roast marshmallows, play certain games or whatever. Just something really fun that we can all do as a family. For my personal thing, I do a, just a, actually for my spiritual, I do a quiet time in journaling, which I mentioned earlier. So that's something I try to put in every single day. I do miss it here and there, especially if my kids are home all day. I'm not going to say I have this. I don't want you to think that Polly gets it perfect by any means. I struggle with this. But the biggest thing is we don't want to worry about perfection this year. We're just looking for progress. And then last but not least, for my professional life, aka running Horatio Printing, running print school, I have a work block. And it's just about showing up to my work block every day. So that is my grade eight. 
I would love to know what yours are. And if you don't know what yours are, you can go back, listen to episode 155, and you can get that done in 33 minutes. That training is for you. Go back and listen to it. It is for you. Go back. Okay, so the first thing is take inventory. So now you have your grade eight. You've taken inventory. You know what's off balance, what's not working. Number two is schedule. Schedule. You need to have a weekly schedule, which is why you need a planner. So that schedule can let you know what block of the day you are in and what hat you need to be wearing. That way you don't have to feel like, oh my gosh, I should be with my kids. I'm, I shouldn't be working. And oh, I'm, I'm with my kids, but gosh, I'd really like to be working on my dream right now. You can focus on where you are at. And what we teach inside of the Dream Planning Essentials course, which is the course that comes free with every planner, is time blocking. So quick little note on time blocking. That is basically where you have five blocks in your day. The first one is a morning routine. Then you've got an AM block, a midday block, a PM block, and a night routine. So the first one and the last one are just routines. It's what you do when you wake up and it's what you do right before you go to bed. Okay, that's it. Okay, now in the middle, you've got these three. The first one is an AM, then you've got a midday, and then you've got a PM. Now, today, for example, I got up, I had a little morning routine, which is, was very minimal today. It was just brush your teeth and like clean your retainers and have some coffee. Went straight into the AM block with my kids got my kids ready for school. I made pancakes, took Jane to school, and I worked out. And then I came back home, got Charlie, took him to the doctor's office. This is all in the AM block. Took Charlie to the doctor's office, took him to daycare around noon, and then came home. So today I didn't get to start my work block until about 1130. So my AM block today was extra long. So I had my mom hat on for an extra long time today, which was fine. That was great. That's what we needed to do. And then once I was able to shift into work block and drop him off at school, my shortened work block today is from 1230 until 430. So I have four hours to crank out what I need to crank out. And then I'm going to go into the PM block tonight, which is where I put my mom hat back on. We make dinner. We hang out as a family, nighttime routines, all of that. And then I will you know, put the kids to bed. And that's when I can just enjoy my time, take the mom head off and do what I want to do. So that's kind of how the time blocking works. Every day can look different. And if you are, you know, maybe your work block is just that two hour nap time your kid has, or maybe it's while your kids are in school, or if you don't have kids, your work block can be what you make it. So the point is, once you have your time blocks, set in your week and you're like, okay, my AM can be this long. My work block can be this long. My PM starts at this time and my night time starts down at the bottom. You can add in your fundamental needs, those great eight. So I add in my planning time on Friday and at the end of my work block, I add in my bar class in my AM block on Wednesdays, Fridays, and Mondays. I add in my meal planning on Sunday. I did my family time Thursday night in the PM block. So you just start adding them in and every single week it can look different because every single week is going to look different and that's okay. You just want to have that planning time once a week to sit down and do it. So once you have your schedule written out, that's really when you can activate and 
create new routines or rhythms. Something to make it simple. If you are continuously doing the same routine over and over and over, that's going to be a lot easier for you than if you're trying to figure it all out every single day over and over. For example, let's think about your drop zone when you get your kids home from school, or even if you just come home yourself. Is your drop zone set up to be organized so that it's easy to leave the next day? How can you create an after school or after work routine where everything goes where it needs to go? Another example of a great routine is before a nap or before bed, have your toddler or child help you clean up versus the kid goes to bed and now I have to start cleaning everything up. Let that last 30 minutes or hour be cleanup time where you get your kids involved and once you tuck your kids in, your house is clean and you can actually enjoy more of your time. So what routines or rhythms can you add into this week to give yourself more peace? And that's where it goes back to step one of taking inventory. What isn't working? What is piling up and getting frustrated? And one of the things that has truly helped me when it comes to achieving balance and the home management system truly is Chelsea Joe's Systemize Your Life Academy, where she teaches you how to run a home, how to do home management. She teaches the fundamental routines. She teaches time blocking. But truly, she teaches you how to run a household, which is incredible. This is really more of her expertise. But because I get asked this all the time, I did want to kind of share with you what I've been learning and hope that this can help you. But the big thing is you want to know where am I working? That's your midday block, right? And where am I doing my dream? How am I having time for my dream? So those dreams that you've written down in your planner, they need to go into your schedule, Are you adding in time to dream inside of that midday block? Are you going to do it in your AM block? Maybe on your PM block on Thursday? Those are those two questions. When you look down at your schedule, where am I working? And where where am I doing my dream? Where am I working on my dream? Carve out the time. And once you start building a schedule filled with activities that are helping you become who you're called to become, and filled with activities where you are actually working on your dreams, it's time to trim out the stuff that is just the wasting filler, the TikTok rabbit holes, the social media, just where are you wasting time? What isn't working? You're not going to get this perfect the first time you sit down to create a new schedule for 2023. You're just not. And that's okay. It's going to take time to figure out a schedule that works for you. Maybe you're going to have to give up Instagram for a week or try something out. Try something new that's a little bit scary. Delete the TikTok app for a week. See how much time you can get back and how much more peace and balance you can achieve. I do highly recommend looking into Chelsea Joe's Systemize Your Life Academy. At the end of the month, spoiler alert, I am doing a special top secret, can't actually tell you yet, with Chelsea. So just keep that in your back pocket. If you are interested, I'm going to hook you up. Okay. But you can go check it out. ChelseaJoe.co. It's absolutely amazing. And if that's something you've been looking for to help you run and manage your home, so you're not feeling pulled in all directions, I have something for you at the end of the month that is going to blow your mind. But ultimately take inventory of what's not working, create your schedule and put those fundamental needs in first. Really understand what your time blocks are and what hat you are wearing. Think about activating one new little routine 
into your life to create more peace. And we're all so different. We all need different things based on the home that you have, the situations and the circumstances you're in. I remember for me, postpartum, I needed a routine to help me with all of my pumping stuff. Like all my, uh, always constantly cleaning bottles and cleaning everything. And I never could find the right pieces and they weren't clean. So I set up all these basket systems where every time I washed, I pumped. I took those baskets into the kitchen and I had a basket that was dirty pump stuff and clean pump stuff. And then at the end of the day, I would wash all of it, put it into the clean, and I would constantly restock and reset my pump station. Maybe you need to think about what stations you need in your home. At our house, we have like a get ready station in the drop zone, which has my daughter's detangler spray. It's got the brush over there at the front door. We don't have it in the bathroom. It's right at the front door. It's the detangler spray, the brush, the ponytail holders, the bows, her socks and her shoes, her book bag, her coats. It's all there together. And then at the end of the day, when she gets home from school, her book bag goes there, her shoes. Sometimes her dirty socks get thrown in there and I have to weed them out. But we're creating these systems so that I'm not constantly running around everywhere in the morning, if that makes sense. So what new routine or systems, stations, can you create to give you a little more peace? It's just something to think about. Spend some thinking time thinking over these questions. And I hope this has helped you. Please jump into our free Facebook community, the Christian Dreamers community. Let us know how you liked this episode. Let us know if you have any questions. And I will see you here next week where I'm going to talk about business and life balance, how I show up to run Horatio Printing, my top time management tips of how I get all of those tasks done in my business. So if that is something you're interested in hearing, come back next week and I will see you again really soon. Thanks for listening to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a quick five-second review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Horatio Printing or Polly underscore pain. Simply take a screenshot of this podcast episode, pop it into your Instagram story and tell me what you liked about it. Be sure to tag me so I can repost you. One last thing before you go, if you have a dream to create your own planner, devotional or journal, I would love to teach you my method for how to print your thing. I will teach you how to design it, how to print it and how to distribute it. I give all my students access to Horatio Printing's printer, and I will even buy your first sample for you and teach you how to do a Kickstarter to get all the pre-order money you need to get it printed. Sounds like a deal? Head over to HoratioPrinting.com backslash print school to enroll in print school today. And remember, you are so loved.